Welcome back to Hashtag Same. From the conversational to the controversial, we explore a variety of topics. By the end of this podcast, you'll be thinking, Hashtag Same. Welcome back. This is episode two, where we're going to talk about personalities. Alrighty, so just to deep dive into personalities, this is basically how Amber and I became best friends. We both were in AP Psychology and we're the only two seniors out of the rest of the class was juniors. I, I took psychology for half a semester my junior year, but I liked it so much. I was like, oh, I want to go take the AP one. I took four, four or five AP classes senior year. Um, and in the beginning, she's like, well, y'all decide right on the list, like the top four people you want to sit by. Knowing that me and him knew, yeah, we, we didn't really each know each other, but we knew we were the only seniors. So we both put each other down at the top of the list just because we were seniors. That was fun, and that that started a whole thing with the teacher. Um, she rivaled us against each other the whole year. Yes. In fact, how funny story. So I used to hate Corinth Doritos, and um, I'm, did I bring you Corinth Doritos, or I had some at my house? No, yes, you had some at your house, and we had just like started sitting by each other. And we found out that like we lived right by each other, literally too. across the street. And you're like, uh, you literally texted me after school one day, and you're like, I got this bag of Corinth Doritos, and I don't want to eat them. <laughs> and you're like, Do you want them? And I'm like, Sure. <laughs> So basically, that's how she like kidnapped me to her house. She have uh, like a van with the candy. Like, oh, I got some candy. Come over. <laughs> but basically, that's that's how our whole history started. But this class, the class we took, the psychology class, literally shaped us into who we are today. A lot of how we think and yes. how we see people is literally because of this class. It really is. So... Our um, our teacher for the class, she was really, I mean, obviously she taught the subject. She was really into it as well. Yeah. And I think she saw me and Amber start, sort of like experiments to her. So since we were the only seniors and we started becoming friends and everything, she tried to like delve deep into like... Pit us against each other for yes. sure. Because we were getting like kind of around the same grades, I would say. Yeah. And because, you know... We were in the same class. We were... I think she just wanted to see, like, if her input would change out the outcome. So I think that's why she started pitting us against each other, to see, like, if one of us I succeeded. I can't remember, like, some of the stuff she said. Like, oh, like, what, about a test? She's like... Yeah. Who's going to get better score? It was literally our finals for our final. And we, I think we, we scored exactly the same. Or we one, did. Or maybe no, no, remember, one. I missed one, so you could get one better than me. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Because I we both passed. Because she literally came by our desk and she's like, y'all have to take the final. Even though we were seniors, we shouldn't have had to take the final in the first place. Right. And she's like, y'all have to come take the final. And she's like, I just wonder which one of y'all is going to do better. Well, remember they wanted us to all, yeah, it was the final. But I will say they also asked us to take the club test as well to get that extra too. credit. Yeah, but the final, we went to her computer class because she also teaches computer class. So it was just yeah. me and you. So we literally sat by each other. Like ninety eight and like ninety seven. Yes, literally. (laughs) But basically, it was twenty sixteen. Was a hard year. It was a hard year, and And she knew that for us because Stephen had senioritis real bad. He was like never there. Never there. But he's so smart. He's still like everything with flying colors. And my parents are going through a divorce, so it was hard. Yeah, and I guess she was going through things too because she was real involved. Must have. She would. One time she pulled me aside and she's like, why aren't you coming to class? And I'm like, 
I don't know. And like, I literally still had A's and B's in her class. And she's like, I'm very disappointed. You need to get your life together. I'm like, that's rough. Disappointment's the worst. It really is. And I think she knew that. That's why she said disappointed. Well, you know, obviously she knew a lot of stuff. We've taken personality tests. And Literally. And have to write papers about our lives. I didn't stuff. think about that. She probably really delved deep into us. Because remember, you wrote that whole essay on um, birth order. Do you remember yes, that? That was the second time I had to write that too, because I had to write that in the, the and half She was real interested because well. she started asking questions for the whole class. Well, my about birth order is kind of weird. My first brother is like 15 years older than me, so it's like I'm a middle child, yet I'm also like a firstborn in my house. So it was kind of, it was weird. Yeah, and she was real interested. I, I bet you I could copy and paste. Like that paper was probably almost exactly the same. <laughs> not, what, what else can I say about it? It's the same. My birth order didn't change from one semester to another. And then after birth order was when we got into personalities. So even though personality was like, what, three months of our class, it was the most important three months. It was the funnest. Um, There's so many tests. Would you say the Carl Jung test is the most? I would say the Carl Jung, I would say it's the most accurate because it really dives deep. She pulled like a whole bunch of tests there was like a dr phil test we took that, was, that one was like the least accurate no 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 offense to dr phil but don't make so, any more tests <laughs> it was enough questions yeah. yeah it was like five questions like oh you have these issues and like mm, five questions know. isn't gonna figure out who i <laughs> know um the carl jung test is actually 50 to 75 questions yes so it's enough to really dig deep into what you think and how you think in different situations because they'll ask the same questions just with a little bit of difference so it can really pinpoint your personality now personality tests have you know they're not you know totally science backed in anything but i mean i personally believe in them yes i mean especially some that like dive this deep where you answer that many questions um me and steven specifically went to 16personalities.com to take the carl jung test and we both just happened to get the architect, which is I-N-T-J, except I got subtype A and he got subtype T. So it's so weird because we talk about how like I'm a Scorpio and he's a Gemini and naturally they're supposed to be like nemesis, like against each other. But it's so weird how alike we are. That's one of the reasons we also named the podcast hashtag same because <laughs> we agree on so many things. But that that's where it comes in. That's why we got the same well, we'll we'll dig deep deep and yeah. deeper into it, but we both got INTJ. It's just our subtype was sub architect was different. So it's so funny because the A is a woman on mine, and the T turned out to be a man. Or did they know that? Did we? Put they the, they asked for your gender I can't at the end. Remember. Yeah. Why well, I, I put they and I still feel like that's a man, but anyways, it's fine. So with um basically we'll go over each letter. So you. There's six, it's called 16 personalities because basically there's 16 different subtypes. Exactly. So me and Amber both got architect, which are basically imaginative, strategic thinkers. We like to plan for everything. If there's not a plan, we ain't going. Yeah. We have That's to, for sure. we have to have it planned. I'm a to-do list type of person. Yeah. Um, so you want to go over the first one? Sure. So the first one. We both got I, which is extrovert versus um, introverted. So for me personally, I got 45% extrovert and 55% introvert. So it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. So I got 87% introvert <laughs> and 13 extrovert. Because 
you know me. Um, the only time I'm ever extrovert is when I'm at work or whatever. But in my personal life, I'm very introverted. You can catch me in my room yeah. reading a book. You know, I like my alone time. It's just I am extroverted when I need to be. At the top, too, it also says mind. Like it, it explains that as introverted individuals tend to prefer fewer yet deep and meaningful social interactions and often feel drawn to calmer environments. That's for sure. I'm not a party person. I don't really like to go to parties or there's too many people there. I'm like, mm. I feel like also the older I get, the more introverted I get. Like, yeah. And I think that deep and meaningful parts too, because there's some people we know that they, they're not, they're not capable all. of it. There's no depth whatsoever. There's no depth. We have met several people in our lifetime together. Yeah. We're like, wow, that's empty. Yeah. Um, the next one is basically our energy, intuitive or observant. I got intuitive, which is uh, individuals are very imaginative, open-minded, curious. They value originality and focus on hidden meetings and distant possibilities. So that's me. I'm always thinking 10 million steps ahead. What could be? What is That's probably about... Probably why you have anxiety as well. Look, look at your percentages. How much? I got ninety percent intuitive and ten percent observant. Even though I am very observant, what it doesn't I sound like it. It, it. I know it doesn't sound. I like got fifty nine percent intuitive, forty one percent observant. Okay, we. Get I'm about on the middle. On the You're balanced. <laughs> it's <called me> perfect. <laughs> and it says the same for you for intuitive? energy. Yeah. Okay, but yeah. Um, I think everything has a heading meeting. That's why I love conspiracy theories so much. And, you know, anytime someone says anything, they have a different meaning when they say it. Like read between the lines? Read between the lines, always. Wait, that's probably the Gemini part of you, though. It might be. Yeah. Always fighting against what's what's there and what's not. Um, the next one is nature, which is thinking versus feeling. Obviously, I got thinking because, you know, I'm always... Too. Yeah, focus on object objectivity and rationality, often di dismissing emotions in favor of logic. They tend to see effectiveness as more important than social harmony. And that's me. If something's not right, I'm not going to act like it's right. Wait, you? I want to back up. You said nature versus nurture for this one? No, this is under nature. Like the, okay. the nature of your personality. Okay, I was about to say because I don't agree with that. That's no, we'll, we'll get into nature versus yeah. nature later. I got 62% thinking, 38% feeling. That's That seems more. And you, what did you get, you said? I got 52%, but you're definitely a little bit more standoffish than me. So Standoffish? Yeah. <laughs> Hesitant. Often demissing emotions in the favor of logic. Yeah. I'm more factual. Yeah. Like, you could be cry like I could be crying and you'd I'm be like, well, did you do it? And I'd be like, yeah, and I'm like, well, that's on you. Yeah, Bye. Not, not, not many emotions. Yeah. Oh. I think I think that's just you become more of a black and white kind of person. Like it's yeah. this or this. More realist, I guess. Yeah. When you're more of a feeling I'm a person. Dream crusher, that's for sure. Yeah. And for someone, I used to call myself a dreamer, and I feel like I still am. But I am sure a crusher of dreams. You're just realistic. I'm the first person to tell you that ain't gonna work. It's true. It's really true. Which you always need someone like that in your court. Yeah, that, I mean, that's that's what a friend is. I don't is. want it's someone to kiss my truth. butt the whole time. I want someone to say, Amber, open your eyes. Mm -hmm. That ain't going to happen. That's a problem with a lot of friend groups. They'll just support them and support them and support them and be like, we love you. You're doing great. When in reality, they're going through a downward spiral and you need to tell them something. <laughs> yeah. Remember, I was pregnant. I'm like, 
be honest, <laughs> pregnant or fat. I played that game with, with uh, pregnant or fat your whole pregnancy. My friends. Yeah. I was like pregnant or fat, pregnant or fat, and they're like, mm, fat. <laughs> Thanks. That's what I needed to know. <laughs> Honesty is the best policy. It is. Um, the last one, well, before the sub subtype is tactics, which is judging versus prospecting. So judging individuals are decisive, thorough, and highly organized. They value clarity, predictability, and closure, preferring structure and planning to spontaneity. Amen. Yes, that is. What did you get? Percentage? Uh, 54. What do you think I got? I think you got like in the high 70s. 71% judging. I knew it. (laughs) So like. I, I mean, I like, you know, clarity, like I need to know this, this, and this is going on. But I think the reason I got more towards the middle is because of spontaneity and you know me, I love just being like, we're going to the beach this weekend or like, yeah, you, I'm not someone who likes surprises, but it's so weird. Like I want to be surprised. Everyone wants to, you know, like every girl wants to be like, they said they hate flowers. They want to be surprised with like something. Mm-hmm. So there is a part of me that dives for that surprise, but I hate surprises. I want to know. Yeah. It's the unknown that really messes you up. Yes. <laughs> and then lastly is the identity, which is the sub archetype. Yes. So Where I got assertive and he got turbulent. I got 61% assertive. Oh, so you're still kind of in the middle. Mm. I got 19% assertive and 81% oh, wow. turbulent. Turbulent individuals are often self-conscious and sensitive to stress. They feel a sense of urgency in their emotions and tend to be success-driven perfectionist and eager to improve and that is me to a t assertive individuals are self-assured even tempered and resistant to stress that's why i don't have much anxiety they refuse to worry too much and tend to be self-confident which when striving to achieve goals that's me that is you that is me to a t yeah man these subtypes are probably more accurate than the the whole thing But yeah, like everything has a sense of urgency to me. If I have 17 items on my list and I only get 16 done and I was supposed to get 17, it's not okay. I will literally cry. (laughs) Like it has to be perfect. It has to be this. This needs to get done. This has to be done before this is done, especially in work. I don't know. I feel like that's not a way to live for me. Yeah. It might be a thing for you. It sounds like it. Best believe it's stressful. I can't. I want to go back to it. I sent the link to myself. I want to go back and tell y'all another people, another people, I cannot speak, more people who are also architects just like us. So more people that are famous that you may know who are also considered architects are people like Michelle Obama, Elon Musk, Christopher Nolan, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Walter White from Breaking Bad, uh, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones, also Tywin Lannister from Game of Thrones, Yennefer of Vin... Yennefer. I'm just going to say Yennefer. Not Yennefer. From Witcher. Love Witcher. Gandalf the Grey from Lord of the Rings. <gasps> wow. Katniss from Hunger Games. That makes sense. Um, Jay Gatsby from The Great Gatsby. Those are all other characters or famous people that are also considered architects. And I think that makes sense. Those are all people that are thinkers. They're really intentional in what they think. Like, Jay yeah. Gatsby had a whole 10-year plan to come back and get Daisy. Um, Michelle Obama, she was, you know... No, I would use her. I would use her. Like, she created the whole, you know, nice lunch thing. Like Our she was, school lunches sucked. They did suck, but, you know, it was a plan. She had a plan. Some kids were starving. And she had a whole garden. <laughs> wow. 
that's intentional. Not me. Um, I'm, I'm gonna be the first one to kill a plant. Elon Musk. Elon Musk is very. I mean, as much as yeah, he's the, a good one. Not a good person, but a good one to choose. <laughs> very smart is what I'm yes, saying. Yes, very You're smart. You're very smart. Um, I don't never seen uh, Game of Thrones, um, so I wouldn't know. Roast me. Oh my god, this is, was also one of the first things when we became friends. I said, "Have you seen Harry Potter?" And he said, "No." I said, "We can't be friends." And he had the audacity to say, "We're friends," and that's really where it blossomed. Mm-hmm. I was so taken aback. Speaking of Harry Potter, that's where we get into our next uh, personality test, which is the color personality, which yes. relates a lot to the Harry to Potter the houses, four houses. For sure. So the four houses are... Gryffindor, Hufflepuff, Ravenclaw, and Slytherin. And those colors are? Red, yellow, blue, and green. But the personalities are gold, blue, green, and, and orange. And orange. So let me... There's a story that the teacher taught us that I always explain. Go for it. Okay. So you walk into the class and a kid a kid with crutches comes in. A gold will say, well, what did the doctor say? What happened? Like, why did you do that? The green will just go, ugh, stupid. You're an idiot. A blue will say, oh my God, let me grab your backpack for you. Are you okay? What happened? And then the orange will be like, I don't even care what you did, but I'm going to do it with you next time. Yes. So that was like, she explained that very well. And that, that, that I mean, the actual test is a lot of questions that you go through, but that is yes. a very good way to decipher at the end who you are most like. One color will always stand out more, but everyone is a little bit of, just like everything, like how we're a certain percentage of the junk yeah. test. Everyone's a little bit of each color, but... Certain colors stand out more. We haven't retaken this test because we still believe we're our solid colors till the end. So amber is a gold and golds are very, um, they're very loyal. They, um, very respectful, authority, responsible, overachievers. Golds are like the leaders. They're the the go-getters. They're the Gryffindors. Yeah. And sure enough, that is I'm a Gryffindor. She's a Gryffindor. My second color, um, I can't remember. And now that like I'm a mother, I felt like if I were to go back, I, it's a juggle. It's a juggle between green and blue. Mm-hmm. I think it really is. Uh, orange is last. Yeah, orange. Orange is last for both of us. Stephen so, is a green. So I got green, which is basically logical, independent, focused, efficient, analytical. Yes. You know, a thinker. Um, <laughs> and especially if someone came in with a broken leg, I'd be like, "Ew, go away." And surprisingly uh, here, green is not Slytherin. A green... Well, is it? A green is Ravenclaw and Slytherin, kind of. Yes. And when it comes to, co- like, the personality test. Yes. Be, um, and then the next color is uh, blue, which is... I think that was my second color. It was between blue and gold, and yours was between blue and no, green. No, yours was green, gold, I think, then blue and orange. I don't know. Yes, because I, I think you were gold second. Then you were green second. Maybe. I, like I said, now, if I were to retake it... You'd probably be more blue. Maybe. So blues are basically the emotional. They like harmony. They're creative. They're, they're the sympathetic. Care. They're caring. They're the carers. They're the nurses. They're the, they're the housemaids. They're the they're Hufflepuffs. The, they're the Hufflepuffs. So Slytherin is like green gold. Yes. Hufflepuffs are blue. And Gryffindors are gold orange because remember the weasley brothers they were crazy 
And a lot of them are risk takers. And they had orange hair. <laughs> Unrelated. <laughs> but yeah, the orange oranges are Raven Falls are also green. I didn't say that. Oranges are the like partiers. They're the go getters. They're the let's jump Anyone off the with building. ADHD probably. Literally. Is so they're orange. all about short term change. Everything has to be different. They're adventurous. Um, Very adventurous. Uh, a lot of times they're competitive and pulsome. Look at the uh, Paul brothers. <laughs> Straight oranges. Yes. Um. I mean, not to say that oranges are the worst color. They're just the loudest color. Their personalities just don't match with ours. Exactly. And we'll link the color test below in our uh, post and everything. That way you can take it and let us know what colors you got. Um, and there's nothing to be ashamed of. And we're not dogging on oranges. We, My husband, would you say Kevin's an orange? I would definitely say Kevin's an orange. Exactly. So it doesn't mean anything. And we're I not would, dogging on And I would say Huffle my boyfriend's Puff. an orange. It's just opposite of orange. I too? would say so. I don't know. He's a blue sometimes. He just doesn't like to admit it. Yeah. He's really... Well, Kevin's good at cleaning, too. I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm saying, like, a caretaker. Kevin's yeah. really good at taking care. Yeah. So is Tyler. Orange and blue. We're just saying, like, it's nothing against if you are that. Just because we're saying that that's complete opposite of us. Usually, yeah. opposites... Attract. Attract. That's why we're in relationships with people that are completely Paula opposite. Paula Bill said it herself. Opposites attract. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, this is like, this exactly how we see everyone, basically. Yes. That's our favorite way to describe people. So you know how first impressions are important? You're like, I like this person, I don't like this person. Our first impression is we assign them a color. Absolutely. And they have no idea what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We go we go around, it's like orange, right? Or something. Yeah. Like, there was one time I went into work and I went into one of the parts, which was like in the back room. And, like, I started just giving them colors. And, like, what do you mean? What does that mean? I was, like, well, look it's just, it like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, like, look it up. That's your color. Get back with me. And they'd come back. They're, like, oh, my God. That's so cool. I started assigning people colors. Like, it's, I like, believe, a movement. I believe almost more in the colors than I do in Zodiac. I would say so. I probably mean you are strong on what our zodiacs are but you know how like people are like oh it depends like what part of the month you're born in yeah so i feel like no one's ever fully i just think with the zodiac you're able to be more specific because there's 12 different ones aside from the colors there's four different groups that you can be in so it's kind of like more broad but i feel like when you see someone for the first time is it divergent yeah divergent yeah it was uh uridite Candor, Dauntless, and ab- Abnegation. Yeah. So that was broke down before, and then they had Hunger Games, which was like, well, that's 12 sections. That's that, 12 that's districts. That's not personalities. But, but again, with Divergent, like, um, the Dauntless are the oranges. They're the fiery ones. They're the ones that, you know, rebellious. The Eurydites, they are the green ones. They're the thinkers. Mm-hmm. They're all about science and all this. Um, abnegation are the blues. The blues are all about, you know, taking care of people, being modest, you know, everyone else comes before yourself. And then Candor are the truth. The truth people. Like, that's exactly what golds are. They'll tell you the truth no matter what. Oh, Amber wow. is a shining example of a Candor yeah. gold Gryffindor. <laughs> Did you say earlier honesty is key? Honesty is the best that's policy. That's why I think a lot of leaders are golds. Yeah. Leaders and teachers. Yeah. Because I think emotions put aside. Yeah. They really... Um... No, not teachers. I wouldn't say teachers are all golds. A lot of them have to be blue. Oh. A lot of them have to be blue. Okay. The teachers that take their job seriously. <laughs> now, 
No, I think me and you would make a mess, and we would have a lot of fun if we went back and became psychology teachers. Oh, yeah. Only teacher I want to be. Yeah. I don't know. I'd like to be a math teacher. That'd be fun. It's only, I only would appreciate that because, uh, you know, you have good math teachers, and then you have bad ones. Yeah. They don't know what they're doing. And I appreciate a really good math teacher. Mm-hmm. I like facts. Exactly. You're either right or you're wrong. Right. There's no in between. There's only one way to get it. Well, there's multiple ways to get it, but... Like you said, right or wrong. Speaking of multiple different ways, have you heard about multiple personality disorder? Yes. What do you think about it? Well, I think there's obviously some people who fake it, and I hate to say this because we we love Trisha Paytas, but she has been known. People have said she faked it one time, didn't she? Say she, she had did. it. Yeah. She said she had a lot. Of She'll go back and forth and say she has it. She right. doesn't have it. So I, I can't genuinely say it, anything about it because I haven't experienced. I know I've watched videos mm-hmm. and like where people. There's that movie Split. I haven't. Okay. I have, I, I saw, saw the Mr., first. What is it, Mr. Glass or something? Something like that. I saw that one and I didn't see Split before mm-hmm. where they put like all the characters. All together. the characters together. But he did a great job he acting. Did. Well, it was like fun to watch. But is that really how it is? I don't know. Because I've seen interviews of people who had it and they just like kind of, you know how some people have seizures when they're just And their eyes just go glazed and they change. Yeah, they change. I mean, I think, I mean, it's become popular on TikTok and social media lately too, where you have all these people coming out saying they have uh, DID, which is dissociative identity disorder, which is what they like to call it now, multiple personality disorder. But they have a lot of people coming out saying... Yeah, I have 72 people living in my brain or whatever. That's my much. My thing is... You might is, as well just put me down. Exactly. My thing is, if that's true, then every time that you change, there's that memory gap. If you have 72 different personalities, that's too many people changing. You wouldn't even be able to live like a, a, normal, a normal life. person. Yeah. So I would be like, you know, there's some people that have like five personalities. I can believe that. That like, that that's a, that's a, I mean... Five is a lot too. I There's mean, sometimes that's... I wake up and I'm like, I'm angry today. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so like, that's a mood, not yeah, a personality. But you know what I mean. Like it, it changes. Today I woke up and I chose hawk. Yeah. That's what you just sounded like. Basically, some days I do. But like, I can, un- I can understand it. I don't, I don't know if I necessarily believe in the seventy-two or the hundred people living in the brain, but like. That's not what I believe. And there's no, there's no cure, right? There's no medicine. There's nothing. Just therapy. And a so, lot of their problems come from childhood trauma. That's what I was about to say. They weren't born that way, right? It's not like a genetic thing. It's, it's something trauma. traumatic happened. So I, I would say there's like a chemical in their brain or something imbalance that makes them, every time they have a traumatic experience, break off. So like I used to watch the show called United States of Terra, which had the main woman from Heredity. She's a wonderful actor. Wonderful. Um, but basically, she had a couple different personalities, and she was a mother. She had a whole family. She was in living movie? a normal life. Huh? In the show or the movie? In or the in sh- real life? In the show. Okay. It was called United States of Terror, so basically it was like seven personalities in Terror. And it, it, it did a good job at like showing that she could live a normal life and everything, but you were able to learn these other characters and learn like where the traumatic experience happened. So something happened really bad when she was a child, and she has that child personality. I think she called it ducky or something. It was something like childish. And she would just act like she was a five-year-old. And then there was one where she was a little bit I older. I feel like every person, that, every interview that I've seen with someone with DID, um, there's always a child yeah. personality. And maybe that's because you said the trauma, childhood trauma. Yeah. 
It may have started there. Maybe so. Another, speaking of shows or movies, just about psychology in general, Inside Out does a great job. Oh my God. And I love, and I heard, actually I saw on social media, I think they're coming out with a second one. <gasps> That'd be great. And I don't know which way they're going to go, if it's going to be another kid or if it's going to be Riley grown up. Yeah. But if you haven't seen Inside Out, the Pixar, Disney Pixar film, after just learn, if you love psychology, you'll have such a big appreciation for this. And one of the questions, we actually watched it in psychology class, but I think I've, I may have seen it before. I yeah, you saw it before. It was my first time seeing it. And I don't even think we got to finish it in the class. Mm-mm. But one of the things that the teacher did, we had a questionnaire at the end, and one of the things that I never brought to my like that was brought to my attention was Riley's mom's personalities were all women. Riley's dads were all men, but Riley's was men and women. And it's like, why do you think that is? So is it just because she's a kid or is it gender identity? It's just, she's a kid. She hasn't figured herself out yet. She hasn't decided whether she, you know, wants to be more masculine or feminine. Like as a kid, you're just a blank slate. And that's, well, that's, your opinion yeah it's like open to you because obviously the writers didn't say yeah i don't even know if they did their own purpose but i would say if you're a parent and your child is old enough to like understand i would definitely have them watch that movie because even i mean even as adults you learn a lot emotions are big and that's like another that's like a big thing with kids and especially these days where we're taught to have no emotions make everything perfect Post everything on social media happy i think they need to watch this so they know like hey it's okay to have feelings it's yeah. okay not to be okay. What was the one? The dads? Because um, each person has like a head. A controller, yeah. Yeah, controller. And the dads was anger. Yes. And I love to say that mine is also anger. And the mom's was sadness. The mom's was sadness. I couldn't yeah. remember. I was going to ask you. What was your... What yours would be disgust? Disgust. Just Especially, you love her or just because... When I first crazy. watched a movie, I would say disgust because, I mean, that's me to a T. Like, you know, just like, ugh, whatever. Stuff like that. That's but so I would, sassy. That's I would so... say now, I don't know who my controller would be. Really? Oh, we should create a personality <sighs> test? Or there's got to be like one out there. It's like, which inside out character are you? Bing or bong. Which <laughs> 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 Sorry, I'm bing bong. That was his name, right? Yeah. Okay. Bing bong, bing, bing bong. bong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I would say it's different. You know, decide if I want to wake up like the Hulk. I'm going to be angered that day. <laughs> me i'm just like the workers in the brain getting rid of the <laughs> literally playing the tooth with the, the tooth with- i just sit this one up for fun <laughs> yeah but it's very deep for being a kids movie it's crazy it is it's very well pixar does a great job it, they really do and they're just getting better and better just like with the red panda movie that was literally all about wow. a coming of age story talking about you know yes. feminine femininity uh friend groups um what it's like to grow up and not, you know, align with your parents' ideas. Big stuff in there. Uh, period. It's crazy. Being hot and heavy. Exactly. Uh, hormones, stuff like that. It, it, Pixar does a great job at taking these minuscule different parts of our lives that we never think about and making them, you know, dramatic and interesting and really makes you think. Love it. And what else are we going to talk about? Uh, nature versus nurture? Nature versus nurture. So, 
Steven was out one day. Oh, it was the worst day for him to be out. And it was so funny, too. I heard it was funny, too. Because some class, it wasn't the only class where we had to do debates in the classroom. Like, I've done it in civics before. English class. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) So, in psychology class, just one of the days, Steven decided to miss. One of many. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Half the class had to be pinned up against each other and fight. Nature versus nurture. Even if you didn't even believe in it. You had to pick that side and fight for it. You had to fight for that side. I'm not going to say names. But there was like some people in the class. Even the teacher told them like, sit down. Like, (laughs) Sometimes people don't have the... trauma got brought up for some people. (laughs) Yeah. It was very sad. Very sad. Very greasy. Very sad. But do you believe in (laughs) nature versus nurture? And then you can explain what the difference is. I, you know me, I'm never, I always think it's both. Like, I think, you know, some people are of born. Of course it's both, but like, you have to lean towards more than one. <sighs> Obviously, there's probably a test out there. I would say nurture. Who, how your life is definitely affects you more than how you began life. Just think of people who are adopted. Like, I think about this to this day. Our teacher told us, she said, you are sitting here right now in front of us this day. And you are going to swear up and down you're going to be the same person you are today that you are going to be in 10 years. And I was like, yeah, I am going to be the same person I am. Like, I'm, I'm going to think like I'm this. Not. And I think about this every day. Like, I am a totally different person than I was two years ago, a year ago, a month ago. Like, and we're, I think that just comes from school. nature. Yeah, we have some growing up to do. Yeah. Well, I'm, not only that, like, we experience different things in life that shape us. Absolutely, yeah. Hitting, hitting our first rock bottom. Yeah. That's for sure. I also believe in nurture because, like you said, both to a T. Like, obviously, you're born and there's some nature, like genetics. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, that's so weird. Depression. Like, <laughs> I just gave birth and my baby sleeps just like his father. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. But personality-wise, you know, I don't think you're born a crackhead. You know what I mean? I mean, if your mother was a crackhead and she was addicted to crack, you can okay, be born like a crackhead. Okay, like you said, genetics. <laughs> genetics. You're more prone to be addicted to something. Yes. That's one thing. But I don't think you're born... Like, if, you're, if your parent was a bad person, you aren't born a bad person. Exactly. You make your own decisions. And while you may be influenced to choose the bad thing and do the bad thing because that's all you've seen, you still have the power to choose and do the right thing. Right. And a lot about that is who's around you. So the other way they explained it was genetics versus environment. Exactly. And I am heavy about the environment thing because also, leading back to school, we we had a teacher, a gym teacher in middle school. Mm -hmm. I talk about her all day. all the time, I got to bring up this quote that she said to us was, you are who your friends are. And it came with a powerful story about like someone getting arrested because they were with their friends doing bad things. But just in general, you are who you surround yourself with. It's true. So if you're going to surround yourself with bad, 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 you're, your decisions are going to be influenced. Exactly. So surround yourself with good people. And smart people, if you want to be smarter, if you want to be more powerful, you know, mm-hmm. surround yourself with those people that can help you get to where you want to be. Because if you're going to surround yourself with um, meth heads or people that have no drive in life, you're eventually going to lose your drive. 
you are going to realize right. that, you know, what's the point of all of this? Right. And if you're going to surround yourself with successful people, you're going to be more driven to be successful. Like, you know, Amber and I, we are, I mean, we'll tell each other like it is, but then they we're going to like try to make our each other the best people we can be. And there's times where it's like, hey, you're not doing the best thing. You need to do this. And, you know, it's all about who you surround yourself with. There's like another quote or so, I've heard someone say, and I might butcher it, but I heard someone say like, you never want to be the smartest person in the room. You want to be the second smartest person in the room. Right. Because there's always something to learn. Exactly. There's all it's something like that, right? Exactly. I, I didn't know if it was backwards. Because if you are the smartest person in the room. I thought I heard a vacuum. Oh, because if you are the smartest person in the room, then it's not true because there's no such thing as the smartest person in the room. So that's just that's just you being blind to right. realizing you can change. And that that's a lot of like, you know, when is your personality not okay? Right. That makes sense um, when you think you're the best. Exactly. Your person personality is not okay when you don't have one. <laughs> That's not okay. Like I said, we have met some people who are just, mm-hmm. there's nothing there. And I, speaking of personality not okay, there's people that will blame everything on their zodiac sign. Like um, We love talking about zodiac signs, but I'm not going to blame. Mm-hmm. I do say that is a Scorpio thing to me, but. Yeah, but not, not when it's bad. Like, I knew this one person who was an Aries <laughs> And I'm like, why are you always so mean all the time? Like, you know, be not a little nice. They're like, well, I'm an Aries. That's who I am. That doesn't mean it's yeah, okay. That's not okay. That you you don't get a free pass to be mean. I'm. I mean, um, isn't my zodiac sign supposed to be the meanest? Yours is the most reserved, like the coldest, like the mysterious, like the dream of Sandman, in just dark clothing in the corner of the room. Stop. <laughs> don't tip me with good time. Right. I love the Sandman. That is a good show. Y'all should watch it. Definitely. Definitely. Um, but like, there's times when, you know, you just got to realize that even though you who you are based on, you know, outside in influences and, you know, how you were raised and how you were born, at the end of the day, it is you. You get to decide what's good and what's bad, how you live your life, what's right, what's wrong. Morals, ethics. Morals, ethics. It almost sounds like you're talking about fate versus destiny yeah wait that's the same thing fate and destiny same thing right fate uh destiny and free will free will free will free choice free yeah will. at the end of the day you don't get to blame who you are as a person because of who your parents were right what happened to you at the end of the day you get to choose to do better if you're okay let's say your parent was abusive it's never too late either exactly like let's say your parent was abusive that doesn't mean you get to be abusive because that's all you know. And that's sad. I feel like this is, people hate our generation a lot, but this is the break in the generation because I feel like the ones before us, they, they said that a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, our parents, the, our parents, our parents. If my it's parents like this told generation me, wants to be completely mm-hmm. different. My parents told me to pick a switch off the tree. For real? No. Oh. <laughs> what I'm saying is that what that's what our generation said. So they thought, you know. If that's what their parents said, that's what they got to do. But I mean, I've heard horror stories yeah. from my parents about what their parents make them, made them do. Mm-hmm. So it's, and that's probably because the parents, you know, their grandparents did the same thing. Yeah. So I, I think our generation is doing something nice by, you know, realizing that some things just shouldn't be done. Just because the people in your life that you looked up to did it doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Yeah. There's some people that don't like that, but... Yeah. Change is necessary. Change is necessary. I don't like 
change much either. I don't think anybody likes change much. Right. Unless you're an orange. But it's necessary. <laughs> but it's necessary. How else would you grow? I also want to talk about one more thing. Mm-hmm. Each, I don't know if it's like Zodiac. I know we're going to have something more about Zodiac signs. We're going to have like another episode on that. Oh, yeah. But it just reminds me. Remember I saw a thing that said totem pole? Like a Scorpio, like started off Scorpion, but like as your personality changes and you evolve and you reach your highest self, mm-hmm. the top of my totem pole was a phoenix. Exactly. And I love that. And I got a tattoo of a phoenix woman. A phoenix woman, too. Because I went through a huge change. And I might not be at the top. Of but my you're totem getting pole. there. Yeah. I'd like to think I've come very far. Mm-hmm. And some people never get to their top. It's just, that's that's what life's about, a journey. Well, life is short, too. Life is short. Hopefully hopefully your totem pole's not short. <laughs> well, that's, that's another episode. <laughs> that is another episode. I could talk about that. But yeah. Um, another thing that comes with personality is people are quick to judge based on personality. And, you know, that's us. something. Yeah, that's us. Us. It's that confirmation bias, you know, like group bias, like, you know... Like, I think, like, all Scorpios are nothing but passionate people, you know, mysterious, dark, you know, reserved. And, you know, there's some Scorpios. Most Scorpios would agree. Most Scorpios would agree, but there's some Scorpios that, you know, love hugs, love, you know, butterflies and fairies and rainbows. Not Right. That's what I told you. I think the colors are, even though there's only four colors, I think that those represent people more mm-hmm. than just zodiac mm-hmm. and we're gonna have a whole episode more about horoscopes and zodiac and stuff. Pro- spirituality and all that good yes. stuff yeah the the fun part about life is that we're always trying to either figure out other people or figure out ourselves that's the reason we take personality tests that's the reason we associate with the zodiac we're all trying to find groups where we fit in right. and we feel like something describes us fully or you see something in someone else that you that you want that you want exactly yeah well there's more you know personality tests out there but those are just the ones that we're going to talk about today and we're going to go ahead and link those on our facebook you can go ahead and follow us on facebook and we also have an instagram on our facebook you'll find our link tree where you can find us on spotify yeah our link here today you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, yeah. SoundCloud, RSS.com. RSS.com. On Facebook, we are capital S A M E. Same. <laughs> she same. can spell yeah. <laughs> phonetics. <laughs> same podcast. Or if you know us personally, obviously we'll share it. Of course. But yeah, we'll we'll link all that stuff, all the personality. We'll even link some extra personality tests. Like if you want to take your house. Of uh, Harry Potter personality test. We'll link that in there too. Um, Absolutely. But let us know your results. We're really interested. Yes. We really want people to be involved. We're curious. We didn't get any feedback from the first episode about... What did we ask? What is your guilty pleasure? Nobody told I did get some. I, oh, okay, they did. Some people private messaged me and they're like... Uh, I think someone said pickles and ice cream or spicy ice cream. Oh, really? Um, oh, you know what? Someone did tell, people told me stuff in person because they were still a little confused. They were like, I don't know if I have any guilty because the question that we got was like, well, I don't know if I'm guilty about it. I'm like, it's could be even the simplest things, like stuff you know you're not supposed to. Exactly. But I think the good part is that people are actually looking more into it and, you know, 
yeah. taking two steps to take a second and look at themselves and look at who they are. Yeah. But that that's the that's the goal. That's the goal. Is we like to raise questions. I think that's what surround each other with each other. I cannot talk. That's why we are best friends. Yeah. Because we constantly question each other and make us make each other think. Think and grow. Yeah. And that's who you want to surround yourself with. Exactly. Find you a Steven. Find you an Amber. And and you can reach the top of your totem pole. Exactly. And you'll be thinking hashtag same. <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, RSS.com, and SoundCloud. You can also find our social medias on Facebook and Instagram. We usually go by same podcast. Our email is samepodcast.as at gmail.com if you have any questions or want to reach out. That's right. But that's all. sponsor an episode. <laughs> yes, exactly. Just let us know. Um, but that's all we have for today. And remember, you are who your friends are. That's right. Thank Same. you. <laughs> <laughs>